So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags to riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life and the multifamily legacy podcast will show you how. So now here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. Today is going to be a really neat day. Something new that we've not done in a while is I'm having one of my oldest investors that I've had probably, I honestly, I, I, the longest, and I'm going to have her share her story of how we met, how we cultivated the relationship, and ultimately how she ended up giving me a lot of her money. And um, it's really a unique story. And I, I think I actually almost, well, I know I kind of break down a little bit in this one because you don't really understand how much you affect people with, with what we do. And so it's a really neat story. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. But a couple things before we get started, just a couple things. Number one, um, first of all, if you resonate with this story that's getting ready to get told and you would like to... Uh, learn more about Kahuna Investments and, and get on the same journey that my my guest is, then I highly recommend that you go to kahunainvestments.com and you're going to click get into the deal room. Um, the deal room is where we start a process to get to know you, to vet you, to ask you financial questions and really create a substantive relationship uh, so we can eventually show you our new deals uh, as they go forward. So we invite you to do that. We would love to... Uh, get to know you and uh, create a, a special environment for us to learn about each other. And so we can do some business together, uh, possibly in the future. Um, so take advantage of that. And then also we have our Kahuna boardroom that's getting up in October and you go to Kahuna boardroom to apply for that. We're only allowing 60 people to that event. It's going to be a, a really neat event. It's all white glove. You get everything. You get access to me, which is the most important part. I, I find that I don't always like to have four or 500 people rooms together, but I really like smaller groups where I can devote my time and energy to. So we only do this event twice a year. And so the October is the fall event. We're doing one in spring. Um, so I highly recommend that you go to Kahuna Boardroom and apply. And then for everybody else that if you're just looking for something that you want to get plugged in to all the information and maybe learn at your own pace, we just launched a thing called Kahuna HQ. KahunaHQ.com, where you can get everything that I've ever created for $97 a month. Highly recommend that if you're just looking for a place to start. So there's a couple places you can go find us. Um, with that said, my next guest, her name's Teresa Quintanar. And Teresa was with me before I was even really full, full time in real estate. She was one of my clients as a, uh, when I was a financial advisor at Edward Jones. We have a unique story. It's really, it's pretty cool. I'm super excited. So guys, if you will put your hands together for Teresa Quintanar. All right, Teresa, welcome to the show. 
Thank you. Thank I you. am so honored to have you. This is going to be, this is actually, I've been looking forward to this episode for a while because we've actually had some scheduled conflicts and then COVID happened and, you know, we all had bad hair days and, and. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I was not speaking to you until I went to my hairdresser first. That's it. I mean, we got it. We, you got to get the right things right for sure. Right. Um, but really, we have a, such a unique story, and I'm I'm so honored to be able to allow you to tell it and really just share what I believe is the client journey, uh, you know, an investor journey of how you meet people, how you build, how you get them to know, like, and eventually trust you for them to give you the hard-earned money. And, um, and I would just love for you to share the process and really from your point of view, how it all happened. And because and, we've done a lot of business together and um, it's a neat little story. And, you know, I'll let you I'll let you tell it because uh, really it, it really is unique. And, and, I, and I'm very honored to have you. I mean, listen, there's very few people that I truly like you knew me before I even got really full time into real estate, like jump full feet yeah. in. So let's start with that. How did we meet? Okay. Okay. So what do you think it was about 18, 19 years ago, you were going door to door in Chandler, Arizona. I live in Ventura, California. And you went to my sister's house who uh, lives in Chandler and you talked to her about possibly trying uh, to be her financial coach at that time, you worked for an investment company. Yep, Edward uh, Jones. Edward Jones. And my sister said no, that they had somebody, but that her sister, Teresa, might be interested in somebody at the time. So you took down her number. She called me and said, hey, I met this guy, great guy. You know, he's going to call you. And I was like, no, I don't want to hear from anybody. I'm just, I, I, I don't want to deal with this. But you called and then you asked to come out to see me from Arizona. And I was yeah. like, whoa. You have to keep in mind that at that point in my life, I did not have a lot of money. I was a single mother of two and just was just making ends meet. Yep. So Corey came to my house and we sat down at the table and I decided that I would give him $5,000. Now, you have to understand that $5,000 back in that day, being a single mom, yada, 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 was like a million dollars. And you said, let me have the $5,000 and I'll do something for you. So I very reluctantly gave you a check for $5,000. And you took it and you called me a couple of days later and said that you were going to invest it in a, a mutual fund. And that the average money back on that was 6.75%. Yeah. No, it wasn't a mutual fund. Excuse it was me. a bond fund. I think it was a bond. Yeah, it was yeah, a bond. It was, a, it was actual bond. Yeah, with 6.75% and it grew. And you were good on your word. So the $5,000 turned into, I had little money put away for a retirement. I think it was like, $20,000 or something. And I gave it all to you and you did a great job. Well, so this is the, so I'm going to pause for a minute, right? So there, here's, cause yeah. I was like going to see my mom. <laughs> she lives oh. in uh, LA. Uh -huh. And, uh, and so I was like, dude, this is awesome. Cause 
somehow when I talked to you, just I just I don't know. I was like, man, this would be awesome because I'm already here, and it's only and I would always wanted to go to that part of uh, country, right? So I was like, this would be a great road trip, and so I was like, well, I'm just gonna go up there and say hi. And I didn't know if you'd invest with me or not, I, but like I was just gonna do the job, right? Of, of hey, you know, and it was a really unique story because I was like, well, gosh, I'm in Phoenix, but it just all worked out, right? Um, and so I remember, like, you were just—I I could tell by just like we were talking and talking about risk and tolerances. Like, just like most people, most people go into the stock market, and sometimes financial advisors just do what they think's best, and they don't really listen to their client. And you were just like risk adverse. You're just like, hey, I hate losing money. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and so uh, so I put you in a really at the time was the safe investment that we could. And, and, but this was like 2000 and wow. this was still, the market was still good. It, it right. didn't crap yet. It was like 2006 right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, um, yeah, so, so, but we met and, and it was really just a mean greet. So we went from a, I went from a door knock on her sister's house to then I finally met you. Right. Right. And then, and you gave me a little bit of money, not a lot. Yeah, 5,000. Equals a million in those days. Yeah. 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 And so where do we go from there? So the 5000 was secure. I was getting money back on that. I gave you a little more. But I don't know if you knew this, but I also had a different advisor with um, Edward Jones. And oh, I didn't know that. He, it was at the time I had put... Um, $6,000 of my, because I'm self-employed, I had put $6,000 of my um, IRA money that I could put away. I had given it to him and he invested every penny of it in BP oil. And BP oil at the time was doing well, but we all know the big oil spill. Mm-hmm. I tried contacting him four times to say, sell, get out, because I knew it was not going to be good, that it was only going to go from, you know, up here, down. I received no calls back. The money sat in there. I lost half of my investment, which, you know, 6000 down to three was a lot of money. Yeah, it's horrible. So I was furious. So I pulled that out and ended up giving that to you. But you, you'll probably remember many times I would, the stock market would take a dump and I'd be calling you and going, oh my God, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And you would always assure me that it was okay. The money was all right, but I hated that roller coaster. Yeah. Fast forward a a little bit of time and I found a wonderful husband and remarried. And so now we had, you know, kind of a joint you know, joint money to invest. And my husband was very reluctant. Also, Ruben was like, I, you know, I worked very Who's hard. this guy? Yeah. 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 I mean, he was as, you know, tight on money as I was. And so I convinced him to come over to you also. Yep. Then you left Edward Jones. Yep. And I panicked because they assigned me to somebody else. And that guy was... Uh, and then they just get a, you kind of, sometimes you get in the wrong spot. They keep reassigning you to a new one. They, right. they never, they never last. Well, well, and the thing is, is I never knew him. He never made any reach out calls to me. Now, no, I didn't have a ton of money in there, but yeah, you know, I expect a call to say, Hey, I'm, you know, Joe and I'm going to be managing your money. No, nope, never. Happened. I always feel like that was something I, I still, still to this day, I try to do this 
is to just reach out and touch base with people. Actually, Edward Jones teaches this art. I just followed the rules of touching base. And, you know, sometimes I'd call you, hey, Teresa, there's this bond that's that's really, you know, I was like, hey, there's this little, you know, it's not a huge um, risk investment, but it's like what fits for you. And so, sometimes you would say, oh, I got a little bit of money. I'll put it in there or whatever. But but we just kept our relationship going. But then when I left Edward Jones, it was like, oh, gosh, right? Oh, I didn't know where you were because I guess legally you couldn't get in touch with me. And yeah, say, I have a two-year not compete. But I was I, I I was really discouraged. So fast forward a few years, and I found you on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, where are you? And we touched base again. Yeah. And you told me that you were flipping homes all over the place, mainly in Arizona. Yep. But that you needed, I said, well, how much do you need to, to flip a home? And you said you needed 70000 And I didn't have 70000 So I was really bummed. Yep. We kept up our relationship, even though you didn't have a dime of my money. Um, mm-hmm. Edward Jones, it's going up and down and up and down in the, in the stock market. And my husband and I are like, oh, my God. I mean, literally, would wake up in the morning, turn on the TV right away to see what the Dow Jones was doing. Yeah. And if it was doing really great one day, we had a great day. But if it was going down, we just like couldn't get up from our like, sitting on the couch and going, oh, my God. And you guys are getting close to retirement. You know, I'm like, yes. like, this is like at the end of the journey, you're like, what the hell? Well, we don't have, you know, a lot of the kids and, and people now, you know, if you're in your 20s and you put your 401k in the stock market, you will make it up by the time you're going to retire. Yeah. But, you know, my husband is, is 66 now and I'm 60 and we don't have time. You look like you're 42. To make, to make up that money. So I finally scrapped, my husband and I scrapped all around and we got $70,000 and we gave it to you on a little house that you bought in, I I want to say Oklahoma. Was it Oklahoma? I, don't well, I can't remember that deal, but. Yeah. And it was tied up, you said, for six months and then you would sell it and we would get, I think we got paid like 8% on it and two points at the end. Yep. Which I got paid monthly on that, my 8% and got the two points at the end. But the thing that, that I don't even know if I've ever shared this with you. The thing that made that the deal that much nicer and gave me the confidence that you knew what you were doing is that I received in the mail shortly after I gave you that money, a state farm policy. And I'm like, what the heck is this for? And you had insured that home for workers comp for anyone working in that home while it was being renovated so that you or I did not, you know, get ding. Yeah. And I made you an additional insured. In other words, exactly. I, I treated you like a true lender. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which was very impressive to me. So that 70,000 turned into you know, I'm just estimating here, you know, 85. Yeah. Yep. I added, I added 15 to it. So now you've got, oh my God, a hundred thousand. And at that point you were starting to do um, apartments. Yep. And so you asked, can I take this hundred thousand and put it into an apartment deal? And I said, yes. And that hundred thousand has grown and grown and I have invested more money and more money. And, um, I just, um, my mother passed away two years ago and I, I got a little inheritance money 
And one of the first things I did was call you and said, hey, do you have somewhere safe that I can put this money? It's like really cherished money. Yep. And you said yes, and I'm making great money on it. And um, you you pay as you say. My like you know your rents due. Well, yep. my quarterly payments are due. You know <laughs> in July, and I, and I look forward to them. Yeah. So that's the best part. So this is what I love. And honestly, thank you for sharing that story because it is emotional. Like when you work as hard as we all do in life. And I think this is where investors are because, you know, you have kids and you've got two amazing kids. You've put them all through school. I mean, you sacrificed and and really did a, I mean, you raised some great young men and women and very honored. They serve in the military as well. Um, Your son did. And uh, so thank you for that. But at the expense of Teresa's, you know, uh, well-being. In other words, like, I think a lot of us do this because we do whatever is for our kids and what we get left is what we get left. Right. Exactly. Um, but once you got there, you're like, Hey, now we got a little bit of money. Um, and it was actually making returns. And this is the big difference that I think a lot of like in the stock market, you don't ever get to feel like you're getting anything out of it because mm-hmm. it really doesn't produce checks. There's something about getting mailbox money that oh, you can yeah. actually spend. And what do you guys spend your money on? Well, that's a really cool thing. So we take our quarterly payments and um, I have it in a separate account. And my husband and I, we pay all of our insurances, car insurance, uh, homeowners, all of that stuff. But the most important thing we do is we travel with it. And last year, we really splurged. We went to... Italy, Spain, we went on a, a cruise to, through Paris. I mean, it was amazing. But the big thing is, is we went business class. We got to lay down in our, <laughs> in, our in the cabin there. They brought us champagne. Ruben was like, bring on the champagne. And we actually toasted you. He's laying in his seat and I'm laying in mine. And we're like, here's to Corey, you know, because it's, it's kind of like free money, not, you know, not really, but we're able to do things nicer in life than what we had ever done before. I, we could not have gone to, to Paris or, you know, last year we did a river cruise down the Danube, you know, it was, it was amazing. Amazing. You're getting me emotional right now, right? Oh. <laughs> You're telling the story and my eyes are wide right now. Cause, uh, Hey, this is, I, I didn't know that part. Uh, uh, so, see, I, I'm not, I'm not going to go here, but like, that's awesome, by the way, because why I do this business truly, right? Like, I know I gain financially, but these are the stories that just reinforce the why of my company, because at the end of the day, we're trying to build, it's win-win for everybody. You got to win, you got to make communities win, like you got to make really good apartments that people enjoy living. But the other piece of that is the investor. And to be able to see it give you guys joy <laughs> uh, oh, makes me super happy, Teresa. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Corey, because there were many times on that vacation where Ruben would look at me and I'd look at him and I'd go, thank you, Corey. You know, you know and you actually texted me. And I remember that text. That's what I, I think I was, I was uh, getting a little emotional there for just a second is I was thinking about that text. I remember you sent a text. You're like, hey, thank you for help. Right. You know, this is what we're spending the money on. And it was really, it was really cherished. It was really just a, a cool thing for me to to let me know that people care about what we do and how we provide income. Right. And it it really helps 
champion my cause when I'm out there talking with investors because I know that we make a difference. Absolutely. But here's, here's another thing that I think is very, very important for people who are considering investing with Kahuna Investments. You don't have to have a million dollars because we, my husband and I certainly don't. We are now able to live much more comfortably because of our investments. Yeah. With the initial investments still being there. But you don't have to have a half a million dollars to go, okay, Corey, now I'm ready to invest. You also don't have to give, I would never suggest somebody give all of their money, put all their money in one pot. That's not, that's not what I ever would recommend. Yeah. How many, you're like in like, how many deals? I know you've got three of my property binders right there where I asked you to put it. They're on your shelf. Yep. Yep. That's so cool. I see them in the video. (laughs) I've got three with you. And then I also have some. Those loans. Loans on two different properties that are paying wonderfully for you. The other thing that that I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I think is amazing is I have called you twice in our 18 years and said, I think I need a substantial amount of money. In fact, the other day, my sister and I, since my mother passed, are caring for our um, 82-year-old aunt. Sweet, sweet, sweet woman. She is mentally retarded, and so that causes some other um, concerns on our part. The house that she's living in is being sold, we were advised um, last week. So my sister and I are having to buy her a new home, and I called you, and I said, I need $100,000. And you said, this is going to, you know, and I I think I briefly told you why, and then you called me, and you said, I don't think it's wise to take it out right now because of the dip. Because I don't understand all of that stuff. I just give it to you and you deal with that stuff. Yep. You know, I just take the money. It's kind of mindless on my part. Yep. But you were you gave me the money that I needed. I, not this time because you said let's keep it in there. So I found I I've got money from other places and yeah. investments. But I would have right. But I would have. Like, I could have got you. But I was like, hey Teresa, if you do this. It's, right. You're going to lose out on all this uh, extra money that you should be getting. Right. And like, it's a bad, like we can maybe take it out of something different. Right. Cause you kind of gave me a directive, say, take this and this. And I was like, well, hold on, we can take it, but I think it might be more better to take it from this little piece because right. you're giving up a lot of money. And sometimes, you know, we don't always understand exactly how all the investments work. Right. Um, right. And I was like, hey, listen, you've got 8% banking every year, and you've had this investment for like three and a half years, four years. Oh, gosh, one of them is like nine years, I think. Yeah. (laughs) And you're right. right. So um, my husband and I found another way to get the money. and um, But but you guided us on that. You also, I took, actually, I took $70,000 out, oh, four or five years ago from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we paid off our house at that time. And you were like, all right, I think this investment is the best. But but what's so important there is to know that if I truly, if we truly had an emergency where we needed funds, yeah, I make one call and I know I can get it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't like taking it out because it makes me money, but it's always good to know that you've got, you've got my back. Yeah. So, and we don't worry about it. You know, we worry about the stock market. We're, you know, oh, 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 my husband's like, is it up? Is it down? And you know what? 
now we don't even look. I think that's your. I think that's the best part of some of the texts that I get from you sometimes. Is oh, yeah. like the, when the last uh, when. I can't remember when the last one was, but it always happens. Like, and there's, you know, 800, 12,000 point drop in the market. You're like, I know this is going on and I'm so thankful that I don't have to worry about it. Absolutely. It's both my husband, you know, Ruben and I just go, Oh, thank God. Our money is where, I don't know. I don't know how many times you've said that. Yeah. And we've toasted you with champagne saying, I mean, we were actually like giggling on the plane. We were like, we've never done this before. You know, this is a, this is a poor girl. That was a great trip, by the way, because I watched you guys go on your trip. And it was, I, you know, my husband came, was raised in a family of eight boys. His mother and father were um, worked in the fields, farm workers. Mm-hmm. He had a home when he was a when he was a child that had dirt floors. And then, and so many times, he'll look at me and say, "Look at where we're at. Look at what we've done. Our hard work has paid off." And now I'm giving you the hard work to know what to invest in, what is best. You know my backstory. You know yeah. my uh, my husband and I very well. It's a relationship. Yeah, we, ha- we have a real relationship. Uh, you know, yeah. And I think that's that's what I'm most proud of. And this is the relationship we try to have with every investor. So, though you know, not all of them are as uh, unique as ours, but like, but it is um, that Lock same concept. Door. Yeah. Lock on the door in Arizona did it. You know, I thank the Lord because it's given me peace of mind. And, you know, all this COVID and stuff, we're glad that our money is safe, you know, that we're we're okay. Yeah, because the stock market is, I mean, it's it's all over the place right now. Some days it's up, some days it's way down and, um, and, and it's the roller coaster. It's the roller coaster that most of us can't stand. Well, I'm too old. My husband and I are too old. We're too old to run, to be on that roller coaster. We just can't. We don't have time to make up the money that we could lose. Yeah. So it's just not, it's not, it's not, you know, for one. The other thing that, that is a cool thing that I wish people knew is um, my husband retired once and then he got this job for the County of Ventura and he ended up having um, a 401k. And you advised us that we could also invest our 401k for in, in your company, I think yep. that's in Hawkeye. Yep. So we both took, I took my traditional IRA and put it over there and he took his 401k and his 401k before we took it to you, he was just getting ready to retire yep. and he had, um, I think $65,000 in it. And in one week he lost $15,000 mm. right before he quit. Right. Yep. I mean, right before he retired and he, was heartbroken so we immediately put it off to you and that stopped the bleeding you know <laughs> um, so so the you know your 401k or your traditional iris can go in yeah that's a big point a lot of people don't even know that like that's a big sometimes people have money that they didn't even know they have because there's we're so conditioned to uh you know you're supposed to put, you know, stocks, bonds, or mutual funds, right? With a, uh, you know, an Edward Jones type of broker, or a lot of people they leave their uh, companies and it's still in their their plan, and so a lot of, you know, uh, what a lot of people don't know is you can actually do what's called a self-directed. That's what we helped you with, right. is we help, uh, we gave you our contact to help create a 
a, a true self-directed IRA. You transferred that, you rolled that money over. So it's a like-kind exchange. There was no penalty for right. doing that. Right. No and then once you got into that account, then we could, then you gave that company instructions to invest in our project. Right. And so we fill out the right paperwork and we help everybody do this, by the way. So it's, and we have a great team, uh, Danielle. I think Danielle helped you, Gerbic. Yes. Oh, yep. she's fabulous. Yeah. yeah. She helps you with all the paperwork, gets it all, you know, straight for, because that's sometimes the hardest part is it is paperwork. But when right. someone helps you get it done, it's, it's right. actually. The other point <coughs> that I think um, is really important to talk about is when I tell people about you, they immediately think of Bernie Madoff. Because yeah. I'm like, well, I give him my money and, and, you know, I just trust him with it. And so I need to find a way to phrase that differently. And when I, and then I, I preface it by saying, oh, well, when I give him the money, he sends me all the paperwork and it's all legal and binding and yada, yada, yada. You know? yep. So it's, you may say something about, you know, how we are protected um, as investors and yeah. that, you know, it's not a Bernie Madoff scheme. Yeah. Because yeah. that's scary. It that's scary. is. And one of the things we've tried to do, and this is uh, so part of us, what we've, like, I started off as a one-man band, right? So this is a great analogy, too, of me and my company uh, maturing. We just started our newsletter. Hopefully, did you get our newsletter? I did. That was cool. Yeah. So uh, the analogy I use is sometimes you look at some of your pictures of this gawky teenager, right? We all have them. And then you mature and you grow up. And I said, so I feel like that's where our company was, was this gawky company that we're now starting to become a mature company. And part of that is to have an online portal where, you know, we host all our stuff. Um, It's more professional. Everybody can go in there and look at our documents. Um, I have a team and staff dedicated. You know, you now have um, Cheryl. Cheryl loves you, by the way. Cheryl, just like, make sure you say hi to uh, Teresa for me. <laughs> um, but her job's to help kind of make sure everybody sees their stuff. And for a while there, it took us a while to kind of get you familiar with the log, because we had, yeah. But more importantly is the financials. So I always say one, one of the ways you can help, or when people say, well, is it really, really like, hey, let me just send you the financial packet that we get every month. I've always used that as my piece because most people don't send detailed financials because they're like 110 pages sometimes, these uh, are reports, and they include all the bank accounts and the statements. So we try to make it so transparent that we just, like, there's not, and there's not even good news or bad news. It's just the news. Because, like, listen, COVID, like, they're affecting my properties. Some properties we've had to suspend payments for a little bit because, you know, like I'm, I'm thinking of Forestwood uh, Apartments. It's in New Orleans. New Orleans got crushed, but other properties didn't. So like everything's a little, but at the end of the day, we're, it'll all work out. So, but there's got to be transparency. And that's really what I think you're talking about is I am. Yes. the, the yes. transparency and saying, here's complete financials. Here's our documents. That's why we actually just started those notebook binders that I you have it. behind you is we wanted to give people a true tangible thing. So if they ever had that, here's my stuff. Right. right. And I can look on the back of the spine and I can see how much my quarterly checks are supposed to be. Right. You know, exactly. exactly. 
And so we just want that whole bookshelf filled up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, in fact, Ruben goes, honey, I don't think we should keep these out right here because people are going to see how much we make. (laughs) From Corey. And and I'm like, yeah, well, we also have the other money, you know, the the, the loans. Yeah, those aren't on there. So (laughs) those are your secret. That's your secret money. That's my secret binder, you know. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's funny. He's like, I don't know if we want people seeing how much we make, you know, so. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, well, uh, you know, first of all, I just want to thank you for coming on because I think this this journey of, a, of you know, where someone, you meet someone, you, you grow that, nurture that relationship. And it wasn't even like we were talking with a lot of money, but it eventually has become a significant amount of money that you have invested with me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you, for less of a better term, depend on me to send you your checks. I do. I absolutely do. We use those, like I said. And this year we had the wonderful Ireland and Iceland to go see the Northern Lights that you were paying for. However, due to the virus, we have to reschedule that. Okay, so now you got to make it double. So, so if you cancel that one, when you go your next one, you've got to make it even more lavish. Well, you know, my next one, I'm like, we're going first class because I will have had a few more payments from you. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. You're sleeping again on the plane, huh? <laughs> that was pretty cool. Was that the best feeling, though, honestly? Uh, it was. It was, you know, as a, as a child growing up, I didn't have my parents just, we had five children, and he, my father was a truck driver and worked, you know, to his bones were aching. And we didn't have a lot of money. And then with my first husband, I had nothing. I mean, nothing. Yep. And then... You know, when I decided to get divorced from him, I didn't have anything, but I knew that I, I would make it. Yeah. And, you know, it was just a bonus meeting my husband who had a little bit and, and then the combination, it, it just. It, it when you're, it's not like you're not working. So, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Teresa's a court reporter. I'm, are you still court reporting right now? You know what? I'm not able. I'm still running my business. I'm not able to physically go out and do depositions because. I had that extensive neck surgery yep. two, actually two years ago today. And I'm not able to lift my machine and do certain things. So, and, you know, with the money that we have, the quarterly payments that we have coming in, you know, that kind of, that kind of makes up for some of the income that we yeah. find me not working, but I would, I am, have been a court reporter for 34 years. And, yeah. And run my own business. And, and so, by the way, I want to note also, she's a very excellent proofreader. <laughs> so I, I sent Teresa my book, Copy Your Way to Success, before I went to publish it. And uh, let's just say she <laughs> did by far and away, and I didn't pay her for it. <laughs> but by far and away, you did the best job editing my book, Teresa. Oh, thank if you. it wasn't for you, like you really did, because I'd already sent it to two supposedly, you know, people that were supposed to clean it up. Well, and uh, but you just did a, a tremendous job oh, of really. You. And so and I I know there's actually one we found one mistake in the like, as I read oh. it again. Oh. There, I can't remember where it's at. There's only one. And that's oh. not bad for for a book. So that, I was pretty happy with it. So wow. it, it was just the wrong word. Oh. We said the wrong word, so you wouldn't. It spelled right, but it's just the wrong word in the in the spot. Oh, but, okay. but listen, I'm eternally grateful for you, right? Uh-huh. And listen, the best part, I feel like you're such a um, a cheerleader. 
there's always times Teresa is like, hey, Corey, I got someone for you, you know, and that's really cool because, uh, you know, in this game of raising capital and doing good for people, um, it's always nice when someone doesn't keep you a secret. (laughs) So thank you. You are very welcome. You are very welcome. Well, I think the only thing I have to do is now plug plug uh, where people can go to find me. <laughs> okay, you do. Because this has been a great interview. I want like, and I'll, and I'll let you have final word here. But like, truly, if you want to be someone like Teresa um, in my process, we have a process to get to know you and start that relationship. And you simply just go to kahunainvestments.com. So kahunainvestments.com. And you're going to click this button that says get into the deal room. That starts a very long process. For, and it's not, I say long, but we're going to ask you some financial questions. And then we're going to ask to schedule a one-on-one Zoom call to get to know you and really get to know you financially as well. You know, what's your history? Who, you know, what's your goals? What's your plans? To really just not just uh, surface, we want to kind of, we want to understand who you are and what you do, because that's how we create relationship and how we can see if what we offer even makes a makes sense. Does it, is it a fit? And that really is one of our, it's, it's multiple steps uh, that we create the relationship with, but um, it's very important to us. And we, we, we really have a nice process, but it's a warm up process. So it's not really fast, which I think is good um, because that's not how we want to take people's money. We, we want to get them to know us and for us to know them then it makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Kind of like what we did. Yeah. Yeah. Just My biggest model was just to take on the door in Arizona. Here I am in California. And... I will tell you, that was probably, the, I did that for three years. The three hardest years of my life as a grown man was working for Edward Jones. And I door knocked for three years, not all the time, but for the first year, I almost went out every day. And, but it taught me a lot about discipline I'm working hard. And then it's really the follow through here. You meet someone at the doorstep. And if I didn't make that first, the, the call after that, you know, and the call after that, and, and like from that doorstep, your sister gave me your name and number. And if I didn't follow right. that up, I would have, we would have never met. And look, I mean, like we've done really good with each other and it's been and amazing. We've been having a heart attack every day that the market goes up. Oh gosh. I can only just imagine. Right. Oh, I, we just couldn't stand it. We, we're just not kind of people. So I'll let you have the last words, Teresa. Well, Corey, Ruben and I are very appreciative of what you guys do with our money, our peace of mind, and our wonderful vacations that we take, and the insurances that we pay, and any other little tiny thing that comes up that's, you know, oh, you need $5,000 here. Oh, goodness, you know, we've got it. We've got it because of you, and we appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much. Guys, uh, hopefully this will I- uh, illustrate what a relationship with your investors should look like. Um, it really, you know, this business in multifamily investing um, can be the, one of the most rewarding things. You just saw me get emotional like, because it is, it's fun. When you do it right, you get to create win-win-wins for, for everybody involved. Um, guys, but before you get onto this journey, the first step is you got to believe it. You've got to take what's in between your two ears and you've got to master it. And what you tell yourself every day, it does matter, guys. If you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.